0: Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements.
1: When you want the real deal, call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios in Cutoff.
0: Dell's semi-annual sale is the perfect time to power up productivity and gaming victories. Now you can save what Dell employees save on high-performance tech. Save 17% on XPS and select Alienware computers with Intel Core processors. Plus, check out exclusive savings on Dell monitors, headsets, and accessories for greater immersion in all you do. Upgrade today by calling 800 by Dell. That's 800 by Dell, or you can visit Dell.com slash semi-annual sale.
2: Hey, Ray Maliazzi here. Have you ever cooked a really fine gourmet meal? Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but I'm told it all comes down to the ingredients. And when I need ingredients to improve my car, the place I go is eBay Motors. Whether you roasted your last transmission, graded your current floor mats, or pureed your side view mirror on a lamppost, eBay Motors has the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them. And by the way, if you recently fired up your grill, don't worry, eBay Motors has grills too. eBay Motors. Let's ride.
1: I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs to.
0: Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard, aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station.
1: You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Katangil.
0: Hello, sports fans.
1: Well, hello there. Local sports,
0: national sports. The G Cat has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports
1: Hangover with Gus Katangil. Check
2: it out, George. Coming up at one fifteen, Mister Ali Costell will go in depth to what happened last night. It's Charlotte Pelicans lose, but go two and three on the road. Herb Jones, egregiously tossed out of that game. Might have made a difference in that one, huh? This week, uh, Pels return home, take on the Bulls and Spurs and Lakers. Saturday, Sunday, the back-to-back. Saturday and Sunday, we need the Smoothie King Center ready to go. It's Spurs and Lakers. You understand me, Pels fans? You hear me? You hear me? Marlon Favreau would probably be there to see LeBou on Sunday, who miraculously is just, you know, dunking on everybody. It's, re- it's really incredible. You should have him come over to um to your sports facility, man, and, and train with these athletes out there. What, what is he, like 38, 37, 39, whatever he is, and just dropping 38 a game? What's up, Marlon? How are you this afternoon? Well,
3: what's up, Gus, man? I love the excitement in your voice when you talk about LeBou. Oh, the excitement. Fans. It brings it out to everyone, man. I just tell you, that's not a man. King James, huh? Oh, man.
2: poor Kevin Love. You know, I, I tell this to Pelz fans, there's only 10 left. You know, you, you know, watch, it's going to be a miraculous recovery from Anthony Davis. Westbrook has three straight games of 20 points. LeBron's dropping 30 a night. He's chasing the all-time scoring record from Kareem. So I don't know if you want him, you know, for a play-in game. Just, just letting you know. But look, man, um, There was some stuff that took place over this weekend that involved your New Orleans Saints. I want to ask you specifically about Marcus May, Contavious Street, adding depth to the defensive line and all of that. But first we start obviously with Jameis Winston re-signing with the Saints. Two years, $28 Deshaun Watson, though, man. Chooses the Browns. Kind of surprises everybody. I got a call into my guy, Carlos Medina coming up at two thirty in Atlanta, see how he's doing. I, I can't even imagine what Atlanta must feel like. They literally thought they rolled out the carpet, bro. They brought in rappers, artists, I mean, you know, movie stars. They did everything <laughs> trying to think they're gonna get him, and they wind up with Marcus Mariota. Not slighting him, but he's not Deshaun Watson. I wanna ask you this. The two thirty guaranteed, as a former NFL player and a football player, that's Game changing Like people the last two days Have been saying I don't know if that was the best thing For the league in teams But as a player When you see 230 guarantee What does that tell you?
3: That tells me That's a team that's screaming We need to win That's a team that's looking at this situation From a uh, Hey Gus the market I mean Tom Brady took a look at the market He said he was going to come back For his umpteenth year Right or uh, not even seen, he's in his 20s. He's a grown man in the years that he's been playing, right? And, and, and you have rookie prospects being looked at as franchise quarterbacks coming in and making an immediate impact. When I look at all of that combined together, I understand why Deshaun Watson's value is where it is. I mean, sitting on the bench last year in Houston, we didn't see him. But, I mean, if you go back to you know his rookie year, his first few years in the league, He's,
2: he's the epitome of the new wave quarterback You know, it's it's crazy when you look at it, Marlon. You and I talked last week. I just thought it was a lot. Everything. The package, the money. The, and look, we no one even talked about this kind of deal. You just kind of assumed that he was going to have his new deal, maybe give him an extension. But nothing like this. Um you know, you say a team that's ready to win now. I, I, I saw that deal and I looked at it as the Browns are just desperate. I mean, you, you know, I, I, almost feel like they, they maybe watched the morning shows too much or just believed Screamin' A and Max Kellerman and everybody saying that the Browns should be Super Bowl contenders. I'm like, man, they've been a franchise. Marlon has been per, proverbial losers for a while. They just finally made the playoffs and somehow they're, they're putting, they're being put up there with, you know, the Chiefs and everything. I'm like, I'm like, there's steps, man. I just, I just feel like that front office, you know, listens to sports talk radio every day. It's like, we, we should be Super Bowl champions. I'm like, should you? Should you really? I, I don't, I don't know. Cause you know, Marlon, it takes steps.
3: It does. And, and, and they have, I wouldn't go as far as saying Super Bowl contenders, but they have the roster. They have the defense. They have mm-hmm. the running game. Arguably one of the best running game and combinations in the NFL. They just didn't have a quarterback. What well, we thought Baker Mayfield was going to be able to do, it. and he showed flashes of greatness, but he, he was just, he ended up being bad, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's back to Cleveland. with just 22 quarterbacks in 10 years or something crazy like that? This team has always struggled with an identity in this area. So you come across an opportunity to throw a book at Deshaun Watson. This is a... Again, a transcending quarterback. This is someone who is amongst the uh, the Patrick Mahomes of the world and the, and the and the Lamar Jackson and the Kyle Murray. I mean, he's that run pass option. Man. He's that um, you know gun gunslinger. All fails, I can break and break off and run and get the first down on the touchdown. So he has value. But you're right, Gus. 230. That makes the Mahomes deal look like a.
2: That's crazy, right? Um, just came in a little bit ago, earlier this morning. Leonard Fournette, who apparently now has his nickname, Playoff Lenny, um, resigns with the Bucks. He visited, I think, New England yesterday. So it was kind of a bit of a surprise that, you know, he, but then again, he probably, hey, Tom's back. Uh, I like South Florida. Things have been good there. Three years, 21 million. And he gets 11 million guaranteed. It can be up to 24 with incentives. I think that's a nice deal for him. And quite honestly, it's been somewhat pleasurable and I understand he's with the Bucks and they play the Saints, but from a personal standpoint, seeing, you know, a guy that's from here go through LSU and then kind of have the struggles that he did to start his NFL career, Marlon, he's turned it around. He's gotten better. I think the head's gotten a little bit better. I think playing with Tom got, you know, him feeling better. Look, they don't win the Super Bowl without him. I think, to be honest with you. I thought that playoff run they had, he was very big. He was huge in the win against New Orleans in the postseason. And he's a Super Bowl champion.
3: He is, Gus. He's all the above. Uh, and what Leonard adds to that deal is, is, is youthfulness. He's still young. Now, I do know that running back position does age you. <laughs> it does. But he has been able to be that traditional back that that team needs right in the playoffs, right? He's what what Lagarius Blunt would be to the Patriots. He's what you know if we could throw it back, what Jerome Bettis was to Pittsburgh in in the late nineties. Just just being able to, to to be that dominant force that for sure, you know, four or five hard hard yards to carry our big burst for a touchdown. So I'm I'm proud of a you know person knowing Leonard and, and his story what he went through, uh, you know as as a rookie and mm-hmm. adjusting, you know to, to to the NFL game on and off the field. So well deserving and uh, Campbell believes in him.
2: When you take a look at some of the other things that took place in the NFL, too, a couple other you know interesting signings from different teams for sure. Um, what do you think of Matt Ryan going to the Colts? I, I think that's not a bad move in a trade, especially if all you had to give up was a third-round pick for your starting quarterback.
3: I I think that's rejuvenating for Matt Ryan because, Gus, let's be honest, he, the, the numbers, he's not MVP Ryan, you know, so the numbers aren't where they are. And, and again, at a time where the quarterback position is really evolving into – not only guys being gunslingers, but having the mobility. And you look at guys like Joe Burrow and his receiving core. So I think going out to the coach, you know, having to go against Houston, you know, Tennessee, uh, Jacksonville, would be, I wouldn't say a less challenge, but I'm interested in seeing how it's going to look. I just feel like this is like a great value Philip River move. I don't know. I just feel like it's like, what they were trying to accomplish
2: with Philip Rivers, they're going to try to do it with Matt Ryan, but he's still not that, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> I got you. No, I'll I you. look, I, I'm with you. I am with you don't, you, for...
3: you. don't look weird. Don't look weird in a coaching uniform, I must say. hmm I, w-
2: I want to play something with you. Um, Mike Trippley kind of touched a little bit on Marcus May, about the fact that essentially you got a guy that's very similar to Marcus Williams to replace Marcus Williams. Um, and the Saints also signed another the defender here in free agency in Contavious Street. In the three years of San Francisco, uh Street last year, three sacks, five quarterback hits, eight tackles for a loss, a forced fumble, and 27 tackles a year ago. But when you listen to him speak yesterday, he brought up his relationship with Ryan Nielsen and the importance of that relationship. Um, And look, you've touched on this before, the depth to be able to rotate guys, but just specifically from a player's perspective, can a position coach have that kind of effect on you where Street says, like, the things on how he walks in the building, how he goes about his business is completely due to the time he spent with Ryan Nielsen?
3: Yeah, a coach can have that effect on you, um, especially when a coach takes a liking to you. you. You begin to not only look at that guy as a mentor, but also – you know, pick up some of his tendencies, and I, and I think that's what happened with a guy like Ryan Nelson. I keep hearing the same thing about him. He and I never met in person, but I I, I keep on getting a good report about him. Uh, you know, just how, how a lot of players mm-hmm. gravitate to him, so it it makes sense. And and again, uh, adding depth is important, Gus. It, it, I can't I can't stress to guys how important mm-hmm. it is that the Saints have, have depth. You know, you have a healthy Peyton Turner coming back. He's going to provide depth. Um, Marcus Davenport, um, your projected starter, or someone that's going to play heavy on on, on passing down. So, you know, just looking at how this defense is formulated, I'm really interested in seeing how they're going to fare out next season defensively.
2: I think one of the things, too, that's important, and I always say this, um, that's important not only in college but also in the NFL – It's just taking what you have and progressing, right? And you've seen that with Nelson in the Saints defensive line. I'm interested to see how Peyton Turner on there another year. You saw Marcus Davenport continually to get better. Street says that he knows there are many stats and plays that he could have made last year, and he knows he's only going to get better because Coach Nielsen is a perfectionist. And I think one of the things that we maybe sometimes don't think about is those importance of those position coaches to take that player to that next level, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, it is. That, that's the true job. Pulling the, the best potential, pulling all the potential and the best out of a player is the job of a position coach first. Coaching plays a role, but most importantly, being able to have that player reach his top potential. And, and, and that's constantly um, what I see over year and year help make players who are good great is that mm-hmm. relationship between the coaches and them
2: pulling out the best effort. Mr. Marlon Favorite. as always, appreciate the time, sir. We'll speak again towards the end of the week, see if there are any other moves. More importantly, by the time the end of the week comes, Brian Kelly, LSU head football coach, would have met with the media. He's meeting with the media this week to talk about spring football underway. So Marlon, go get nosy. Go find out some things that Coach Kelly and the rest of the staff want to see, what they expect, and things of that nature. We'll chat about it on Friday. Sound good?
3: Sound like a winner chicken dinner. Hello, somebody. I love that.
2: Go follow the podcast inside the trenches here as well at, um, bigfave504. It's the way to follow him on Twitter. Mr. Marlin favorite. Quick break. We'll come back and we'll speak with Ollie Cosell. Oh boy. What happened last night in Charlotte? His thoughts on Herb Jones being tossed. This is Sports Hangover and ESPN New Orleans. Ramsey's is
3: paying the taxes on every item you purchase. Up
2: to $4,000. Right now. Today. And if you buy your diamond separate from the ring. We'll count that as two separate items. Because we love you. And our big three-day engagement ring extravaganza. Starts this Friday. 2,397 engagement rings. 928 wedding bands.
3: Come in and take a look.
2: We've got... Big engagement ring diamonds that are easily within your budget.
3: We have new designs from Gabriel.
2: Martin Flyer. And exotic men's wedding bands from Mallow. You've never seen anything like the wedding bands from Mallow. You're going to leave here with a fabulous engagement ring. Tax-free. And 0% financing. With approved credit. And you're going to have a big... Big diamond. Welcome to Ramsey's. Tax-free is happening right now. And the engagement ring extravaganza starts this Friday. Ramsey's Diamond Jewelers
0: is the largest diamond store in Louisiana. On veterans between Bonneville and West End in Metairie.
1: Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it's wedding, festival, Mardi Gras, rodeo,
2: or concert, Joe Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases. Joe Septic Contractors can supply multi-stall restroom, air-conditioned trailers, anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Planning a luxury event? Check out their new black-tie luxury restroom and shower trailers. Visit JoeSeptic at viscom.net. With locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fouchamp, and Abbeville.
0: Let's hit it now. Back to the sports hangover with
2: Gus Catengal. Welcome back, sports hangover. Yeah, it wasn't all bad last night. Pel's looked like that a chance to win. Darryl tried the dunk. Ball on the deck, Take it by Naji. Three on three two break. Three. Kick it to Jose. Left wing three. Good. Jose in your eye. So you run the break. Jose leaked out to the left and calmly knocked down the three, and James Borrego will take a timeout for the Hornets. Jose, can you see this three? <laughs> John DeShazer and Todd Raffanini having fun right here on the Pelicans Radio Network, your home for Pels Basketball, ESPN New Orleans, 28 though. The Hornets' fourth quarter, Mr. Ali Kose will help break that down for us here as well. And to make sense of a nice two and three road trip. That's my positive. Mr. Ali Cosell, editor-in-chief of the Bird Rights, how are you this afternoon?
1: I'm doing good. And it's funny. You played the highlight of the game to where everything was going great. And then after Jose beat that three, everything went downhill.
2: I guess we start there then, don't we? Um, Should have (laughs) been a flagrant two and ejection on Herb Jones with the Euro step and elbow to the head?
1: Without a doubt, No. I mean, look, anybody that's watched a game long enough knows that that was unnecessary contact, right? Head or or elbow to the face. But it wasn't excessive because it was a basketball move. And and if you know Herb, you've got to also factor in that he's not a malicious player, right? He's not known for doing those kind of movements and trying to score where, you know, he uses his arms and shoulders as a weapon. No, I mean, that, that was a terrible call, and it probably cost the Pelicans a win.
2: Not only defensively, but also as well, when you take a look at the offensive output by the rest of the team, he had five points in 19 minutes. He was one of five. But let's say he gets you another five, you lose by three, and really maybe helps offset the fact that Jackson Hayes only had nine. And, man, what what's up with Devontae Graham? Another struggling night for him. I know he's been nursing injuries. He's one of eight. Two points for him, though. But it kind of seems that it, it's the wrong time of the year right now for him to be struggling, because he is, isn't he?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. But getting back real quick first to Herb Jones, if he had stayed in the game, here's the thing. The Pelicans' defense collapsed, right, during the last, what, four or five minutes of the game where Mason Plumley had a couple breakaway dunks and there were several other breakdowns. Well, guess what? Herb Jones would have been in the game and would have been able to rotate defensively, and those plays wouldn't have happened in my book. But, yeah, as far as Devontae Graham, that, that was the other thing I highlighted in my recap one Herb Jones getting thrown out to the Devonte Graham's ineffectiveness, but he's gone through bad shooting games and he hasn't looked good now for a while.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and, and credit to him. He's probably still nursing a hip or an injury. So he's not at a hundred percent, right? He's had foot issues. And then I think the latest was a hip. Mm-hmm. So you got to give that, but it's, it's the decision-making that I can't get over Gus, you know, last night's game. I don't care that he missed, you know, the shots he took, right? That's what he's out there to do. Shoot the three pointers when he's open. But there was a couple of players on a couple of key drives, right, in the fourth quarter where the Pelicans should have wound up with points and the one that sticks out in my mind is the Pelicans had a two on one break and Devontae was ahead of everybody. And he had a layup it looked like, but didn't shoot it. He could have dished it behind him too, I forget who was trailing him, but he had a trailer. Maybe it was Jackson, I'm not sure. Mm. But he didn't do that either. And the Pelicans wound up of course not scoring on that possession. And, you know when you get outscored 19-8, when you can't convert offensively, well, those things really loom heavily, and those two plays did. So you got to count them against Graham.
2: It just stinks because last night felt like a game. Off- CJ McCollum, I think, said it after the game, right? They 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 they, t- they stole one that we should have had. That Ollie, they should have gone three and three on the road trip. Which to me, look, I'm happy two and three. More importantly, you beat San Antonio on 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 Friday. But the way this works right now is that, of course, when you lose, the Lakers win,
1: right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the whole key is you want to uh, go ahead and tie up that ninth spot, I would say, right, get that playing tournament. And you're not exactly sure what number that's going to take. Look, I mean, looking at the remaining strength of schedule. The have one of the easiest remaining, right? They've only got, I think, three teams left that have winning records versus the Lakers who have pretty much everybody. Uh, with a winning record and then of course OKC and two against the health so you take care of business against them they're definitely done but you can't throw away these games for my bigger picture is that you've got to want to uh, start trending positively right in closing minutes as important minutes. so you can make maybe a little bit of noise right in the play-in tournament you've got CJ now um, I know they don't have Brandon Ingram back and they've still got 10 games to figure things out but that was such a winnable game. When you're leading the entire game, when the opponent has had really no success all game long against you, you suddenly have those breakdowns on both ends of the floor coming down a stretch. That's no way to look about it or mm-hmm. no way to look at it but as being a negative.
2: One of the things, Ali, I'm going to speak with Ali Koso You can follow him over on Twitter, of course, at O-L-E-H-K-O-S-E-L is obviously the the impact that Brandon Ingram has on this team. Look, I, I'm i all for not maybe perhaps like, say, Graham or others nursing the injuries or whatever. Get back healthy. You, you need him down the stretch, 10 games left. Hopefully you see him Thursday. Mm-hmm. You're going to need him Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, San Antonio, the Lakers on Sunday. It's a back-to-back. It is at home. But that guy's got to play this weekend.
1: I'm with you. And I, I, I still expect them to. You know, if things still are true, and we were pretty much, we learned that shortly after Brandon's injury, that was going to be roughly a two-week thing, right? It was just a very small, minor kind of strain of the hamstring. Well, it, we've we've gotten past that time, and the thought was he was going to join the Pelicans on a road trip, but because of illness, he did. And so I just feel like there's been enough time that, you know, I don't want to say it because Brandon's missed a lot more time than we all thought with previous injuries, but he's got to be close, and you're right. If you're him, if, if you're even not 100%, say you're at 90, you've got to want to play against the Spurs and the Lakers because getting two wins in those two games oh. could potentially seal, right, yeah. the playing tournament and maybe even ninth. Go a big way, at least.
2: And, and Ali, like, I, I'm not trying to understate it either or, or trying to, you know, hype it up and make it bigger than it is, but if, you, if, if you're at all a Pels fan, like, this is the weekend, right? I mean, I, and I know you've got things to do, <laughs> whatever, but, I mean, This is the weekend, man, where the Smoothie King Center needs to legitimately be sold out. I'm not. I'm not going to stop. You know, I'm I'm not stopping short of that. I I think it should be sold out. Both games matter. Both games are for the play in. You can really put yourself in a position uh, of the Spurs that they have to, you know, get one better than you and not tie you because you can have that tiebreaker and. With the Lakers, you have that right now. I mean, I just, I mean, it's LeBron who's playing out of his mind. I just, to me, Saturday and Sunday should be get their early games because of traffic. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, and there's a big segment of the population here in New Orleans and surrounding region that say they don't want to come to games unless they matter. And guess what? These games really matter. I mean, if you've been paying any attention at all, you know that the Pelicans are primed to play a little postseason action. This is, this is remarkable seeing where they started. They've had no Zion Williamson. It looks like they're obviously not going to all season. Sure. And so it's important. Yeah, this is going to be the year that uh, Willie Green's first rookie year to be able to take this young group and lead them to that kind of success with a good nucleus. And everything's trending upward. There's a culture growing. There's no reason why you can't and shouldn't want to come to these games.
2: Look, all these games are going to feel like playoff games, right? With with 10 games left, the Bulls are a team that's in the playoff right now in the East. The Spurs, Lakers, you just touched about the importance. That's your next three home games. You only have two more left. Blazers and Warriors, two of the final three. In the middle of that, you have five road games. Blazers, Lakers, Clippers, Kings, and Grizzlies. So five at home, five in the road, you know, it it comes back down to that. Take care what you can at home. Make that your thing. If you can get three of those five, maybe three of those five over there, you know, on the road and go six and four, Ollie, I, I think, I think maybe you have a shot at the nine.
1: I would say it's even more than just a shot, Gus. I think that would probably do it. Because look, the Lakers, if you look, they have Suns, Warriors, Jazz, 76ers, Mavericks, and the Nuggets twice. I don't see them getting two wins. Out of that whole group, unless they get Anthony Davis back and LeBron James plays out of his mind, and the likelihood of that mm-hmm. happening isn't very high. So, I mean, the Lakers have been struggling for how many months now, right? Right. So the Pelicans, though, they—you're right—they want to take care of what's in front of them, and you're absolutely right—they've got so many winnable games. But let's make sure they don't have any more lapses, right? Because they threw away that Hornets game, and there's been a few others that have stung, right? Everybody probably remembers the one in Denver mm. where they lost not only the game but Brandon Ingram now. Orlando, for games.
2: Orlando's enough. So
1: yeah. yeah, Orlando. That that was a that was probably the hardest loss, right? They came in; they're not expected to do anything. They were the only team at the time with fifty losses, and they put up a total goose egg in that one.
2: Final thought on you, Ali. Um, in these final ten games, obviously we think CJ is going to be important. He is right. You've seen him perform that way. If Brandon comes back, you've seen what he's been able to do. Who else would you say is going to be crucial if the Pels are to host a play-in or, at the very minimum, be in the play-in game? I would say Jonas would be next, but after him, who?
1: You've got to go with Herb, right? I mean, he means so much to what they do on the court. And when he's not out there, it's only you losing not only the best on-ball defender, but a guy that can be a great help defender. He'll help you on the glass. He'll get some easy buckets in transition. And, and it's that try-hard mentality that I think, honestly, is infectious on this team. When It feels like when other guys are out there on the court with either Herb or Jose, they, they just simply move on the court faster, better. And it really probably helps, I think, guys like Jackson Hayes, for instance. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think you've got to go with Herb. He's a 30-minute-plus type of guy, and he does... Basically, the biggest, heaviest lifting defensively for the team. So outside of the top three scores, he's, he's probably my fourth guy outside of Jonas, uh, Bi, and CJ. All
3: right,
2: Holly. As always, appreciate the time. And uh, got <laughs> you ready for yes, this weekend. Your
1: voice sounds a little depressed. I mean, no, I no, I know. I got to say a- this. I ran in the graph walking today, and he's still not over this loss, but. You know what? I mean, they can't win them all coming down stretch, but they, they, they still, right, the opportunity's there.
2: You know what it is, I, I and I love this, because you see it on social media and, and even in our phone calls, Ali, I, I think Pels fans, they can taste it being back there. um, Seeing, you know, Zion in and around, I saw a photo of him at Drago's. He does look better. I, I'm okay with, look, it is what it is. Go Go get healthy. Continue to get back in shape. Continue to be a dominant player off the court. Work on your game. I'll see you next September. I mean, I honestly, that's how I am right now. But, I, you know, I don't want minute restrictions. I don't want no foot injury. Go get healthy. I love seeing him on a bench and around the team. And I'm excited to see what you can happen here. I I think the play-in game would be fun. You can get into a first-round series. You know what? It's a little more basketball for us to cover. And that's my expectation level. I'm okay with everything else from that point next year. Go be the Grizzlies. Go make it. Go, make, go be a team, or, or like the T-Wolves, that you know, you're know you not in the play in. And, and I think that is something that can be real because you've seen what Carl Anthony Towns has done this year. You've seen what Ja done for the Grizzlies. Why can't Zion and the Pels do that next year, you know?
1: Exactly. This season, what was it, close to the first two months, was the worst-case scenario. Mm-hmm. Zion Williamson was out, and there was no timeline. The Pelicans, off to of that horrible start you were wondering, are they ever going to win a game, yeah. let alone two in a row? And then to go from that to where they are now, just suddenly all these players have seen their development, right? With that, if Zion had played, I'm sure they would have had a better record. But I'll tell you what, I don't sure. think we would have seen Jackson Hayes develop like he had. Uh, Jose Alvarado probably wouldn't have gotten nearly the same amount of opportunities. Herb Jones, you know, just go up and down the list. So suddenly this team has utilized this year for development purposes in a positive way that's going to lead to winning because they're already winning now, right? When everybody's healthy, this is a guaranteed over 500 team Mm -hmm. with just B.I. and C.J. back there. But now you're so confident that it's just more than just a couple of stars. And you're right. Zion, it's a shame he didn't play, but look, he's going to be joining a squad that's really darn good on on its own next season. And it's going to be great to see what they can do. It's great that they've taken this step, though, because it's important. You don't go from being a perennial kind of loser, right? Being 10 games under 500 to right. suddenly being a top four or five in uh, your conference. It never works like that. So this has been an important step. And hopefully, right? Hopefully things will work out next year where they can utilize this bounce for something really special next you, year.
2: You would literally be following the path that the Grizzlies did last year. Play in to the first round, played well. Jaden tweeted mm-hmm. walking off the court. I'm angry. I'll see you soon. You know, he went to work, and you see what the Grizzlies have done. So let's see what happens. Editor-in-chief of the Bird Rights at O-E-L-H, K-O-S-E-L, Ali Kosel is the way to say it, and that's how to spell it. Thank you, man. appreciate the time, buddy.
1: Absolutely, Gus. And look, hey, I forgive you. I know that you had some rough traveling on getting yeah. back to New Orleans, so you're yeah. exempt, buddy.
2: I literally took my shoes off. It was 3.13 in the morning. I'm like, I got to go to bed.
1: <laughs> so it's oh, really awesome. <laughs> Thank
2: you, bud. Appreciate it. All right, buddy. Rafael Esparza is next. How does your bracket look? How does it look? <laughs> Mine not so well. Uh, Sports Hangover next on in New Orleans.
1: When you're sick, you want to be close to home. World-class medicine doesn't require a trip to the city because the best care is close to home at Thibodeau Regional. We're continually adding new services, and our team of physicians has grown to more than 250.
2: That's a lot of doctors.
1: More doctors, more services, treating more conditions.
3: And keeping more families healthy
1: world-class medicine right here close to home at thibodeau regional
3: wait aren't these all charitable donations
2: at magda's tax prep every person counts not
3: have to file for an extension she
2: needs new auditors to maximize returns on her family time
3: itemized deductions Hey, can someone help with these 1099
2: indeed can help her hire great people fast i need indeed indeed you do our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on indeed match your job description visit indeed.com credit and get 75 dollars towards your first sponsored job terms and conditions apply
4: welcome to autozone america's number one brakes destination Right now, save 15% when you get any two Duralast rotors with a set of Duralast brake pads. It's also AutoZone's national hiring event. We're hiring all positions, from sales to warehouse and drivers, both part-time and full-time. Visit careers.autozone.com or any one of our stores.
3: Get in the zone,
2: AutoZone.
4: Claim based on data from the NPD Group 2021.
0: Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Only one performance a day. So let's get this show on the road, eh? Now back to The Sports Hangover with the Gus Kattengill.
1: And I'm
2: just a devil with no spares. Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. How I wish that it of course, when you hear the King sing uh that song, sir, you can only think of one thing. Mr. Rafael Esparza at BSI Doc Sports. The way to follow you over on Twitter. Rafael, how are you, sir? I am doing well. How about yourself? I get it, dude. I get it. Spending three days out there and uh, on the West Coast. First off, it is like fantasy world. I mean, the timing thing, like the whole world does their thing, and you still got two hours left before you catch up. I mean... The NCAA tournament starts at like two and four o'clock and it ends at six. It's crazy. And, uh, in the desert and the mountains, the weather, it was, uh, it was beautiful, man. I, I get it. I get it. I understand it. I do.
0: But what, but what about the in and out?
2: I, I enjoyed it. It was good. You know, um, I don't, you know, like I said, I, I, you know, Kind of like Bud's Brewer. I mean, kind of. I, it's, oh, it's not bad. It's not bad. I just, I, I'm, I'm, kind of partial to some local buds, but no, it was good. It, it was fun to, you know. The wife had never done it before, so we, we definitely definitely that. Are you a huge uh, In and Out fan?
0: Uh, yes, but I have not had Bud's Brewer, so I really can't complain Aww. and say, "Oh, you're crazy," because I've never had that one. So I don't want to disc that one because yeah, uh, I've never it. tried it. So I guess I need to
2: try that. Yeah, get the number six. All right. So here's the thing. Um, I'm watching over the weekend, though. Because everyone that we were staying with, I would say, was interested in their brackets. They had the highlighter, that a sheet of paper out to go like that. When you take a look at that bracket, uh, is it the East that surprised you the most? That's where I had a lot of my my crossouts there. How many people had North Carolina and UCLA in the Sweet 16 and Purdue and St. Peter's in the Sweet 16? I, I think, to me, the East crushed people's brackets. Yeah, I would, yeah, definitely. The East and maybe the bottom
0: half of the Midwest. I mean, Iowa State, Miami, Florida. Uh, so, I would, But definitely the whole East was probably the bracket buster uh, of the whole tournament. So, I mean, again, St. Peter's, uh, nice story. Purdue, uh, interesting matchup. But you said it. I mean, talk about uh, basketball history. You and seeing uh, UCLA it should be a fantastic game just with the history itself.
2: I thought Duke was going to be one of those teams that, you know, didn't show me that consistency in the year. Maybe perhaps I let the game against North Carolina influence me a little bit, but seeing how the Tar Heels have played made me, you know, I guess maybe look at that differently. But did you see them going into Texas Tech the way they did it? I don't want to say the first two rounds rather easily, but I never felt like Duke was going to lose either game. Where am I wrong with that?
0: I thought they would have a little bit of struggle with, uh, with uh, C.S. Bolton. I thought I, th- I just thought they were too big and too talented for Michigan State. I'm mean, going this face this is not the, the best Michigan State right. team we have seen in years. So I thought Bolton would give them some bother. I mean, Texas Tech is the favorite against Duke. They opened up minus one. Right, uh, It's going to be very interesting to see if there's any line. More. A, it's the 940 Eastern Standard Time uh, clock. So is Duke money going to come in? Where people are just tired of Coach K, and you know, all we're tired of a last game this, last game that, raising more money and hatred of Duke come in the coming. It's going to be very interesting since the last tip-off to see where that money goes.
2: Again, maybe I was influenced by what I just saw, and I saw obviously Arkansas knock out LSU in the SEC tournament. That was Will Wade's last game, and you've seen them play against the other top team. But they beat Auburn, they beat Tennessee, they beat all the top teams in the SEC. I legitimately had them going to the Sweet 16. They beat Vermont. They beat New Mexico State. Now they face Gonzaga any shot whatsoever in upsetting the Zags.
0: Uh, it's, if the Zags play like they did in the first half of Memphis, then yes. But did that Zag team wake up? Because Memphis pretty much mm-hmm. controlled that whole first half and part of the second half until uh, Timmy got control of the game and started hitting free throws in the second half. Arkansas does have a nice shot on this one, I think, if they play well and limits, uh, slow down the game. That's what you need to do, is just slow down the game. Gonzaga started pushing the tempo in the second half. I think that's why they kind of pulled away. If Arkansas could slow them down, and yeah, I think they could beat them.
2: One of the other Sweet 16s, Arizona-Houston. Arizona looks like a pretty strong team. Houston beat Illinois in what, uh, I don't know, is it an asterisk game or, or not? A, the technical foul on the breakaway dunk on the Illini player I mean Raphael. I that, I don't even on the the only thing that kept going through my head is the man has money on the game. Like I don't know how that's a technical that it's not hanging on the rim. That's momentum. If he'd have let go of the rim, he'd either hit his head on the backboard or gone right into the camera. Well, I I I can't understand that to me.
0: Yeah, that was that, that was horrible. That's probably one of the worst calls of all the tournaments uh, that I've done so far. So I mean, that it was, was a big pathetic. call at the point in the game. Oh yeah. The momentum just totally switched on that one. And, and, and Arizona played out, uh, really well, so again, in the second half mm-hmm. uh, against TCU. I just think they're going to be too much for Houston. And then if you're Houston, you need to keep uh, the Wildcats to 65 points or less if you want to hang around and beat them.
2: How surprised are you with what Michigan has done?
0: Yes, I'm uh, totally blown away. Uh, I, I was really hoping Tennessee would have came out that one I thought Tennessee-Villanova. Uh, would have been a really, really nice matchup. I just don't understand how people bet against Villanova. They're a more experienced team. I mean, they they just run their offense really well. And they're the best free throw shooting team in the country. So <laughs> if, it, if it's going to come to free throw lines, uh, Villanova wins that one. Because okay. we've stated before, free throws, free throws, free throws.
2: We'll wait to Friday to actually pick the winners in the six, Sweet 16 games this is why I'm not doing that just yet. But kind of the road to there here as well. You know, Providence, they faced South Dakota State, got to win 66-57. Had to face Richmond, a 12 seed. Providence, a 4 seed, 79-51. Both games, again, rather easily. Now they take on Kansas. How true is Providence to you?
0: Uh, they were, they've been The Friars have been my sleeper team all uh, season long, even though they came into the tournament a little bit, you know, uh, hiccuping. Uh, but I like the way they're playing. I would not be shocked if they beat uh, Kansas, which I do need them because everyone knows that my first pick of the season before uh, college basketball started was Purdue, and then towards the end I was leaning towards Arizona, so if I didn't get one of those two in the finals, or both of them in the finals, Florida, i look smart.
2: You said it, uh Miami, man, was really one of the, the keys there. They're facing Iowa State. Look, I, I wasn't surprised they beat LSU in that game like that. LSU's consistency had been an issue, especially late in the game. They kind of let some games get away, so I wasn't shocked that they beat that uh, the Tigers 59-54 late the way they did. Wisconsin was surprised. So here we go. We got Cyclones taking on the U that upset Auburn. Who you got in this one, you'll tell us on Friday. But uh, which has the most surprising story of those two?
0: I would say the U does. I mean, Iowa State, I mean, they had to play an LSU team. I think they didn't think they had too much stuff in in their heads with the firing real way. Uh, but, well, boy, what a fantastic hire to get with McMahon. Up uh, of Murray State. Uh, kudos for LSU. I think that's a great hire. Uh, but I, I think the U, I mean, there's no way they're a 10th seed. Uh, I have them going, beating against uh, Iowa State and whoever they face, Kansas or Providence, uh, I would not be shocked if we see a 10th seed mm. in the Final Four of the
2: U. I was going to close out with that, about uh, Matt McMahon. Uh, the, the contract's interesting, in it? It's seven years. He'll get an extra year if they get a postseason ban or if they lose... Uh, two scholarships for the last three years. He, you get, you get more on, on that contract. I think it's a nice hire. It, it, when he went, with 400000 I think Matt Muscona tweeted over there, Murray State. He's 2.6 here. So you, you give him more money. Now you give him time. I like the hire when you hear him speak after games or during games and post games and stuff. I think honestly, it's, it's the right person right now for what they need.
0: I, I couldn't agree more. He's the right person right now and he can recruit. I mean, so I think that's going to be huge uh, for LSU. I, I think it was a fantastic, fantastic hire. So, uh, like I said, you know me—I'm not. I always try to bash the SEC and bash the local teams, but this one right here uh, is, is kudos. with a fantastic—he's going to do well uh, in Baton Rouge, uh, Matt, Mc, Matt McMahon. So, that's uh, a fantastic hire. I can't wait to see who uh, who he brings in.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, uh, Murray State went into the second round, lost to St. Peter's 70 to 60, but remember St. Peter's beat Kentucky in the first round. They take on Purdue again Friday. Uh, we'll give it some time. We'll see where the lines are and then we'll go with you through, um, all, all of the picks and who you like as winners. Last night in the NBA, uh, Pels went down 10 games remaining for them. They're obviously fighting off the Spurs. You got the Lakers that had the greatest win ever against Cleveland yesterday if you watch ESPN this morning, the Spurs and Lakers this weekend at the Smoothie King Center. Rafael, you gonna, you going to make your way down there over to the Blender or what, man?
0: Uh maybe, it'd be very interesting. I mean, I called the Pelicans to beat the Spurs the other day uh while you were chilling in Cali, sipping wine and drinking uh, and eating in and out. So I think they go 2-0 against the Spurs. I I just think like, uh, at home, these are not must win win games for them now. And like I said, you said it, we all had heard the Lakers played the best game, uh, yesterday. They're gonna win the championship now because LeBron dunked over an old man, Kevin Bove. Right. Uh, no, so it it's, is. <laughs> it's, I, I just couldn't believe what I was watching this morning, but I, I like the Pelicans. Ten games. These are the best, uh, best ten games you have to play defense inside the ball, uh, loose balls, diving right on the floor. This is what the Pelicans need to do because I, th- I, I still think they get that ninth seed.
2: All right, I've pulled out my favorite app. It's time to pay for Carver School, and it all starts today. Let's go through it. Warriors and Magic. Warriors, seven-and-a-half point favorite over Orlando on the road.
0: I like to under when it first opened up at 218. Now it's 214. They have, there's still a little value. I think defense will, will be around in this game. I right. think Orlando covers.
2: Three games left. This one's on TNT. Hawks, Knicks. Atlanta, two-and-a-half point favorite on the road.
0: I don't understand why this total is 226 and a half. Yeah. I mean, by the Knicks uh, play good defense at home. You know they're going to want to slow down Atlanta and make the half-court game uh, under in this one. I think Atlanta wins it well.
2: Pelicans' next opponent is the Bulls. They are uh, at Milwaukee tonight. Milwaukee an eight-point favorite at home over under 233 and a half. Well, Bulls get
0: Backed around on a three game California road trip. They come back home. They beat around. I had to go to play Milwaukee. So I, I'm back to back games. I like Milwaukee a little bit high, but I like the under here. 233 and a half way too high.
2: All right. Late game on TNT nine o'clock in the final one tonight. Clippers and Nuggets Denver six and a half point favorite. 225 and a half steal over under. What you see?
0: I'm going to wait to see if I can get seven. I like the Clippers, but I think uh, this one goes up to seven because it's a late game. People might be chasing, uh, chasing their bad beats in the NIT tournament. So wait to see if you get that plus seven. I like the Clippers.
2: All right, sir. We'll talk again on Friday. Take care, buddy. Take it easy. All right, here he goes. Rafael you say Doc Sports is the way to follow. Over on Twitter, let's see if the interns taking an app are actually paying attention. We'll do that next on ESPN New Orleans. <laughs>
0: It's Ram Truck Month at Southland Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams. Long-lasting new pickups are their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. If your garage door is damaged or destroyed during Hurricane Ida, then you need to call American Garage Door Supplies in Homa today. If you need a dependable repair or professional installation, American Garage Door Supplies of Homa will deliver a level of incredible service for your residents or business. Call 985-633-1623 today or stop by 7424 West Park in Homa and check out the many colors of residential and commercial roll-up doors. Plus at American Garage Door Supplies of Homa, you'll get your door in just a few weeks, not months. Like us on Facebook, American Garage Doors.
2: Is it COVID? Is it the flu? Or another type of respiratory illness? Looking for a flu or COVID vaccine offered in the evenings or on weekends? Lady of the Sea After Hours is reopening on Monday, January 10th. Our staff of healthcare providers are here for you, Monday through Friday, from 5pm to 8pm, and Saturdays and Sundays from 9am to 3pm. Walk-ins welcome, no appointments necessary, Located directly in front of the hospital on West one thirty fourth place in cutoff.
1: Come on, citizen! What are you waiting for? Pick up the phone. We want you
2: to be on the show.
0: Now back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengap.
2: You Like to chime in open segment? So you can share the segment with our very own soon to not be intern. I don't know, should I just keep calling you intern? The rest of the way, even after you graduate and stuff, I mean, I, I don't know if that's something I should do or not. You know, I mean, no, it's a lot of radio personalities. Yeah. Was he? What did he say?
4: He said, I'm not going to call you the intern, but you are. You're the intern.
2: No, yeah, you are my world. You're still the intern. That's how it works. You know, that kind of attitude in that interview that, that's coming up. You know, I I don't know if that's going to secure you that job. Remember, it will be an open interview callers will be able to call in and ask you questions. They will have guests call you, you know, and, and answer questions as well. So and we will see if you get the job. I mean, I don't know. You well, know, can't oh. promise anything yet. Can't promise. I don't know the price of gas know. next week. I, I don't know if it's going to be anything open, you know. Come I don't want to uh, give too I don't want to give too much away because no. I
4: mean, I don't know, you know. I oh, I understand. I don't want to give listeners anything
2: well, you know, you, you are tasked every day with coming up with questions of the day for the show and you have a couple today. Uh, what you got?
4: Yeah. So I, I thought of a, a, we thought of a fun one, fun one. Mm-hmm. Who would you rather start at quarterback, Marcus Mariota or Taysom Hill? Mm-hmm. Right now leading the way with 53% is your guy, Taysom Hill. Mm-hmm. I, I chose Marcus Mariota. Okay. All right. Um, the other question of the day, obviously. I think uh, it's Taysom Hill, the way, What? It's Taysom Hill. It's not Taysom <laughs> Hill. All right, anyway, moving okay. on. Next yeah. question of the day, Tuesday's question of the day. Give us your thoughts on the Pelicans going two of three on the road. We a few responses over on Twitter. Neil says, going on the road doesn't seem to rattle this team. These two games are a good indicator of what the players expect of themselves. Mm-hmm. Ain't no fear here, Coach. Willie Green is the real deal. Although he's gonna say Coach Willie Green's here. Although he's mm. gonna run. But that uh any given Sunday, uh hopefully Todd Graffinini's not listening Uh-oh. uh to the radio right okay. now. Okay. Um that was awesome, but listening to Todd being so negative was mm. tough. Mm. He was bummed down, apparently. He was bummed, he down was bummed out bit. any 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 person that, you know, covers this team is gonna be upset. So I, look, this. I think
2: part of the reason you're upset, and some are, is because you know you had a chance to to go three and three on that road trip. When you take a look at this, uh, you know, at them being able to win two, though, Jordan, and you got ten games left—five at home, five on a road. The teams at home: Bur- uh, Bulls Thursday, Spurs, Lakers Saturday, Sunday. Then you go on the road for a bit. Final two home games: two of the last three Blazers and Warriors, sandwiched in between the Grizzlies. Who are one of five road games? Blazers, Lakers, Clippers, Kings, and Memphis. I, I, I said, if you can get three in three of five home and road, that meant it's what six and four. Six and four in the final ten. I think you get the ninth spot. What do you think? Can you think
4: they can well, win six of the final ten? That's a lot. That's. A, I don't think we've. Had a five game winning streak since the eighty. and they well, have to they
2: have to be in a row. I have to be in a row.
4: Just that's what I said. Three of five, you know, just three of five. Hey, I, I, look, I think the Pelicans. You're in a great situation. You control your own destiny for once. You're not relying on other teams. You're still, you know, sitting pretty mm-hmm. um, in a nice spot. Just win your games. Win your games, and you're going to make it into a chance to be into to be in the playoffs. So. I think they have a very good chance. I think they team up really well with the Lakers, especially without AD. We saw what they did against the Spurs a couple of nights ago—absolutely demolishing them. Mm-hmm. And Portland, if Josh Hart doesn't go off and drop fifty to forty to fifty points, yeah. he you should be able to take that game. So the three teams that are, you know, kind of, you know, in in the race for the nine ten spot, you sh- you're the better team st- statistically. It looks like on paper, if you're healthy. Mm. Are you concerned about the
2: way LeBou is playing and the way all of a sudden, you know, Westbrook, last three games, twenty points or more?
4: Yeah, so you know how you know how the full uh, digit assistant or, boards I You say. know how you know how the commissioner of the NFL and NBA you you know how they players get a certain package yeah. at their at at their locker from UPS um and it says please take this test to uh <laughs> oh, oh. <confirm laughs> Um, a what? certain thing. Where are you going here,
2: bud? Where, uh, I'm not going where, anywhere where, where, with this. Wow, where, where? If uh, the national, if the national this media conversation go? South, oh, it's in
4: New York, why yeah. can I say this? Well,
2: that is very true. I mean, you know what? You're right. You have no evidence, no reporting of uh, of anything, right? and you're not suggesting anything. You're just saying, just like they are. <laughs> just,
4: just saying. It. I'm just saying. And this morning, those. Fil- I, did you ever find? Did why you ever find they, the they last? Me, you- did
2: you ever find the last segment? You ever find Say that again? Did you ever find the last segment on that show? No, I, didn't. I gotta find how to do it. Can you try? I, I just see if we can find it. Look it up somehow. It's got, I might they, be they able gotta to have I'm,
4: it. They they might have it. I think I know one more spot where I can look. It's
2: gotta be yeah. It's gotta be in podcast form somewhere. You, you got to get the last thirty seconds where literally the two hosts filling in for Mike Greenberg just they're convinced Zion will never play again for the Pelicans. This is done on purpose. He's quote exercising his star power. And that he really wants to be in New York and then the guy goes, By this time next year, he will be a Nick. They, they they just say it. I mean, it just they just say it. You know. Again, who do Knicks have to trade? I mean, what are they throwing in Spike Lee, some bagels? Like what 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 did they what did they have to offer? Even if I was willing to trade him. Like what what is that happening? I mean, I, I guess they're going with you know, and again, at the very least, give me like a plausible explanation. Like say he's not gonna sign the rookie extension and this summer he's gonna say I wanna be a Nick. Like at least say that. That would then bring up the well, he's going to force his way out. But to do not say any of that and just say, Oh, we we he's never playing again in New Orleans. Never, just for no reason. Out of the blue. And that uh he's doing his own. I'll, I'll try
4: I'll try to find that You Gotta kidding. find it,
2: dude. You gotta find it. Um Alright, uh, did you give me the, the, um the stats on Hill and Mariota? Because Mike Triplett said he'd take Mariota, and you said Mariota as well, huh?
4: Because it's the logical response. Huh? Is,
2: is it the logical response? Um, you know, Roy, who, um he thinks that Mariota's the better passer because Taysom can't throw, but then I would also say, I think Taysom's, who would you say is the better runner? Because both, you know, use their athleticism.
4: We're talking about a quarterback. Yeah, we're we're talking talking about about a guy in Mariota
2: who's supposed to be all that, and he's been a backup. So everyone's talking about him like this guy is, you know, he – Taysom uh, Hill's been a backup. What do you mean? Well, but Taysom Hill wasn't drafted to be a franchise quarterback. Taysom Hill, other than Sean Payton's, the only person that said you could be a quarterback. Marcus Mariota was thought of to take the, you know, be a franchise quarterback, be a starting quarterback, and the Falcons are trusting to do. We're gonna see. We're gonna see this here. I'm just telling you, this guy's so good.
4: Wait you know? a second. Now you're. Yeah. This was simply just a question yeah. of who would you rather start. Yeah. This is not me. Yeah. Jumping on another exactly quarterback right. band. No, no. I'm, not, it's, I'm saying I'm who'd not, you rather I'm not start. Not I'm. I'm starting, I'm starting
2: Taysom Hill. I'm starting Taysom Hill. Starting Taysom Hill. Who, by the way, the, Marcus Mariota was used in a Taysom Hill way last year. I mean, I'm just saying with the Raiders.
4: But you know, no one could be compared to Taysom Hill. Well, well,
2: you said so. You said he's better. I and I, I am not on the weed, Roy. Here's. <laughs> You think I think I'm on the weed for saying that. I just I I again, let's look at both of their careers. Who's had the more impact? Jordan? Did, did I lose you? Did I lose you there? No, what? I'm still here. Yeah, no. Who's that who, who's had the bigger impact?
4: Uh, I mean, I wouldn't huh? I'm sorry? I mean, who? I wouldn't say who? either one. Whoa, what? You don't think Taysom Hills had an impact with the Saints? I mean he's had an impact, but I mean as he had a, as big of an impact to get him to the Super Bowl? Oh, here we go.
2: <laughs> Wait a minute. So so now so, now, thought, so now, quote unquote, having an impact means you've helped a team get to the Super Bowl, huh? Well, you know what? I I would say Taysom Hill. Um, has had an impact in getting the Saints two playoff games, and even in the NFC Championship game and other playoff games. And as a matter of fact, when Drew and the rest of the offense couldn't get anything going, you remember back in the day in the last one of the last playoff games for Drew, they, he brought in Taysom Hill to throw a bomb to the kick returner.
4: Yeah, wait, wait, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Yeah, where? Where? I'm sorry. Brian, Brian, I'm sorry. Look, can we look what that do you up? Call him? Can, yeah, yeah, that's fine.
2: Fact- can we look up a Marcus Mariota play like that? Anybody? Looking, looking for a friend, going once, going to, I, I've, you know what, I've yet to find one. I've yet to find one.
4: Because he's a, he's a true quarterback, <laughs> though. Oh,
2: yeah, he is. You know what? Hey.
4: He's not labeled the Swiss Army Knife. Yeah.
2: Well, there's a reason I'm calling Carlos Medina today to see how he's doing because yeah, I'm telling you right now, fans. I'm telling you right now, if the saints sort of had to sp- Take Marcus Mariota to be their starting quarterback, it would be a meltdown on this phone line right now.
4: Wait a second. You God, would be melting mind, down. What if Jameis Winston gets on that plane to go to Indianapolis and he goes and he, and he sides with Indianapolis? Yeah. Now, this is an actual. That, that's what I'm an saying. And, and I'm
2: saying you would be melting down if that was your guy.
4: No, if takes a. Yeah. If I would Hill take Taysom Hill over Mariota.
2: I would, I would have gone with Taysom Hill next year over Mariota, then signing Mariota. That's me. That's why this question is in existence, because this is the conversation we're having. If Winston would have signed with the Colts, they, don't give me no Jimmy G style. I, if, if I'm saying I was down to those two guys, I'm I'm rolling the die with Taysom. I'm That's rolling fun. the die. Really?
4: Really? Well, you, have, yeah. Really. Have fun.
2: You'd bring in your boy over there, Mark. Okay. okay. You know what? We're going to see this year, aren't we? We're going to see this year. No, we're Because no, we cause he's the starting quarterback, quarterback of your Atlanta Falcons. We're going to see. And for your sake, since anything, you sided you with him, he better throw for 400 yards against your New Orleans Saints. I'm just letting you know. Since this you, isn't even a fair no. argument. You, you're a Marcus Mariota fan, officially. So we're going no. off of taste of He's your new he's Mitch potential. Trubisky. He's your new Mitch Trubisky, who, by the way... Everyone on ESPN this morning keeps saying the Steelers are going to draft a quarterback in Pittsburgh. Good luck, Mitch. You got a year. (laughs) Sports hangover continues with our two neck of three on ESPN New
3: Orleans.